with Marilyn and Sarah. I want to tell you, I love partners. They're such a blessing to me. And you're going to hear a testimony of a partner today. It'll be wonderful. And maybe you have a testimony and you have special needs. So here is the testimony and then call for prayer about your needs. Now, needs, what could they be? Finances, relationships, faith, healing, so many things. Sarah, tell us about our guest. Well, Mom, do you have a testimony from Kristen here? Because I th you told me earlier this was really encouraging. It is very encouraging, and I forgot it. And thank you for reminding me. Kristen, I said it right. Yep. Kristen, use Marilyn, speak the word to your body to heal her dad's leg cramps and foot injuries. I know speaking the word works. It does. It does. It works. It does. And, you know, Mom, we have people who are watching right now who have needs in their life. You know, right, we they do. have relationship needs. Um, many of you have had a bad report from a doctor. Uh, some of you are struggling in your job and some of the relationships there. You have to make decisions about where to go to school, things like that. And we would love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We love praying. and We know that God answers prayer. And in just a few moments, we're going to be joining an interview that we've done with Debbie Kirk. Now, this is a really important interview because this interview speaks to finances. <laughs> and money, money's a big deal, right? For some of us, it's a huge deal because we feel like we're under the heavy weight of debt. For some of us, uh, we don't know how to manage our money. For some of us, we want to have more prosperity uh, with our finances. So watch this interview and God will encourage you with your money. In parts of Asia, babies and toddlers growing up in the sex industry do not have safe childhoods. Instead, they are left on the streets, abused and neglected while their mothers work. They have nowhere safe to go. You can change this. Nightcare provides a safe place for these babies and toddlers where they are loved and cared for. Every night at the center, they are given a nutritious meal, toys to play with, and a safe place to sleep. Help us provide safe childhoods for these babies and toddlers. Help us protect babies and toddlers from the horrors of the sex industry. $38 protects one baby for one month. Donate now by calling 888-985-2000. We are so happy that you're watching today with Marilyn and Sarah, and I have a really fun, cool guest to introduce to you today, Debbie Kirk. Thank you so much. Thank you, Love Sarah. Love you, Debbie. Thank you, Marilyn. We're so Love glad. you. <laughs> so glad you're here. And you have a new book or a book out called Wealth Without Sorrow. But before we talk about the book, which is cool because it deals about money, everybody has money questions. Give us a little bit of your background so that our audience can get a little familiar yeah, with you. Absolutely. So Sarah, when I was growing up, I actually, I grew up really rebellious and, you know, my family, we didn't, we didn't have anything, you know, um, we were just, I didn't think we were poor. We were doing okay. We weren't, you know, we didn't lose our house or anything like that, but I had no reason to think that, that I could prosper. You know, no, I just, I knew life for what it was. You know, my, my mom worked really, really hard 
And my dad, he, he really hadn't been able to hold a job. So I kind of was in a lot of, I got stuck in a lot of religion when I was growing up. And I saw how my mom worked really hard, but my dad, you know, he was the head of the household, but yet he was the one making all the decisions, but he couldn't hold a job. And I think what that did is it, it formed a lot of uh, just kind of confusion inside of me. I'm like, God, how how does this work? You know, the man's supposed to be the provider, and and I see my mom providing, but but my dad, you know, he's the one that gets to kind of call the shots. So I, I had a lot of stuff I had to get worked out of me, and so I grew up with with really not very much of anything, you know. But but we had you know, we had the basic needs met, right? So I grew up really pretty rebellious. And when I was like 13 years old, um, I had started dating someone that was like 10 years older than me. And, you know, um, I got had gotten pregnant maybe a, a year, year and a half later, um, miscarried, you know, um, only went through the eighth grade because I was so, you know, infatuated with this relationship and with the car that he drove, which was a 1968 Cougar. <laughs> I was way more interested in that at the time than I was in, in schooling. So I, I was in my mind, I was already, you know, I was so adult in my mind. Um, and I think that's because my dad was so much older than I was. So I had always, you know, I'd always related with older people. And so dating someone older didn't seem like a, a big thing. You know, we connected, you know, we connected in a, I would say in a, you know, not how do you want to say that? Um, there, there was just no gap really, you know, when it, when it came to connecting. So, um, yeah. So then after that, you know, I went through that whole rebellious stage and a couple of years later I met my husband. And so he, he is a spirit filled believer. Now I'm stuck, you know, I'm stuck in religion and I've always believed in God, but I wasn't living for God. I was absolutely not living for God, but I did know, and I did believe, but I wasn't, you know, I just wasn't living right. So I met my husband at Denny's at 16 years old. And so, so basically he was there and, and he was talking to all the kids that were kind of my age and a little bit older about God. And so I met him and we got, you know, I was 16. He was quite a bit older than me. Um, we ended up getting married. Um, he taught me, my husband actually taught me the principles of tithe and offering so that when I did get a full-time job at 16, I, I basically worked those principles. And, and that, that is really where it was at. It really, um, set me on a path for, for blessing. And of course, I went through some trials, which I talk about in the book, very, yeah. very honest, very raw, went through a lot of trials. And it, and it really, it really um, formed in me um, the principles on what it takes to actually be blessed, how the Bible wants you to be blessed, because there is blessing there for us, but God wants us to do it his way. Yeah. So. Yeah. And in your book, Wealth Without Sorrow, I want to encourage you, if you're struggling in your finances, we want to pray for you that God would help you with your finances. So hop on the phone, get on the website. When you do, grab your copy of Wealth Without Sorrow. And uh, I, some people have the mindset that when I have money, I don't have sorrow. And so, but you say wealth can come. This this implies that wealth can have sorrow. Yes. So how do you how do you connect? Why would why would wealth bring sorrow? Yeah. So when we're not obtaining wealth, there's, there's two ways to obtain wealth. And it's pretty much, God is really clear in the Bible that, you know, that you, you cannot serve both God and mammon. 
right? So you have to make that distinction. And mammon so, is money. Mammon is money. Right. Mammon is money. And, and, a, and really a, a spirit that attaches itself to money and, and it becomes kind of a greed so that when we go out and we try to, to go after that, we're actually, so we're actually going after the money and not after God. And so everything, everything that we obtain in God has to line up with the principles that are in the word. And so I learned this the, the hard way. I actually learned this when I was gambling in a casino and went through a really horrible trial that I go through in my book. And, and basically during that time, God just really showed me that there's two ways that you can do this. You're either going to go after me or you're going to go after the world. And, and I believe that everybody goes through one major trial maybe more, but one that really is defining for them in their life and sets them on the course for the future. And so that was mine. And yeah, and we could, we could go into that, but it really taught me about the difference between God and mammon. Mm -hmm. And we as Christians, God has only made one way for us for provision, and that's in the word of God. Mm -hmm. And you need the book. You need the book because I do the forward. <laughs> You're arrogant, Marilyn. <laughs> yes, I am. But it is so good. And it's so where you live. And when you see that God has wealth for you without sorrow and yes. how, oh, man, it is so good. So you need to call, get five or six of them, pass them around. And of course, you know, you can leave your prayer request. We love to pray for you. So sorry, Debbie, I just had no, to break in. No, that's and, great. Because I know your story. Yeah. And, and the wealth with sorrow is when we go, we go to try to get things outside of God's plan for our lives. And that creates sorrow. And for me, what happened with me created a lot of condemnation. And, and, and so that is absolutely sorrow. And when you live with condemnation and guilt and fear and anxiety year after year, there's nothing not sorrowful about that. You know, so you have to, well, first of all, you have to deal with that. You have to deal with the root of it and how you got there. And then once you deal with the root of it, then you have to get on the right track again and say, okay, God, I know that you have this for me. How do we do it your way? Because the Bible is all about wealth. It's, it's all about wealth as long as we're doing it God's way. There, there really, there is no other way for the, for the Christian to prosper. And so in my book, I talk a lot about character and integrity and lining up the principles in the word of God with the promises and how that together creates the blessing. Mm -hmm. You know, too, when you talk about the root, the root, you know, from condemnation, guilt, all the shame, all that, when the root of, of some of that sorrow stuff, what, what is, what are some of those core roots? Well, for me, I, I think fear, there, there was a lot of fear in my life you know, a lot from the time that I was a, a little, a little kid, I had a lot of fear and, you know, and, and also I had a lot of pride. And, what were you afraid of? Um, well, I was very rejected when I was younger. I felt very rejected by, by people. And, and, you know, I, it's, it's really, you can see patterns that come and I actually saw it in my mom and there, you know, sometimes these, these things come and you don't exactly know why, because I remember being a really little girl and not understanding why I felt rejected. You know how you have that kick me sign on the back of you, but you don't necessarily know why. Why? Well, I, you could trace it back when you start knowing a little bit more, you start going, oh my goodness, my mom went through that. Or she feels really rejected. Um, and also pride. Pride is huge. Like, like pride will just stop you from being able to, 
to, you know, do things. It, it you know, um, it, it's debilitating, you know, and I had a lot of it. And so really the way I look at this is depending on how much pride you have and how fast you're willing to let it go and humble yourself, the faster you get yourself out of an issue. Mm -hmm. you That's know? really good. And you might I be watching agree. right now and you're struggling. Maybe you're struggling with rejection. Maybe you're struggling with fear. Maybe there's some pride stuff and you're like, I have some of these roots in me and, and I really want to get free of some of that. I want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. If you're afraid, you're insecure, you find yourself kind of withdrawn, you think people are always rejecting, you have a chip on your shoulder. Maybe you just have this superior mindset that I don't need help. I can do it all by my, myself. I don't, all the pride, you know, all those things. We would love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. And when you do, Grab your copy of Wealth Without Sorrow because this is a super helpful resource for you to see God's principles in your life regarding your finances. Are you sick of being stuck financially? For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Wealth Without Sorrow by Debbie Kirk. Through years of trials and pruning, God revealed Debbie's passion in regard to financial freedom, being debt-free and obtaining wealth His way without sorrow. We will also include Marilyn's God's Plan for Abundance book and Becoming a Giant Slayer 3 CD teaching and Sarah's Getting the Upper Hand booklet. For your gift of $75 or more, we also want to send you Marilyn's Soul Prosperity 2 CD teaching to learn the importance of vision for abundance and finances and the daily Bible in the New Living Translation. This Bible has been specially designed to help you read through the Bible in one year, providing a truly unique reading experience that will enhance your prayer life. Start living God's system of wealth and abundance. Call or click today to receive this life-changing offer. Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect everyone with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. God's heart relentlessly reaches all our hidden places and changes us from the inside out. And Living Genuine Love is equipping people with resources and tools that empower them to walk in this intimate relationship with God. Sarah is a powerful scholar and spirit-led teacher with a gift and passion that takes her many places around the world to bring lasting change to each of us who are craving the transformative love of God. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarahbowling.org or call us at 800-627-1995. Welcome back to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. And Debbie, our special guest, I love her so much. But I love how God has used her life to help other people get out of debt and get out of the attitude, I'm not supposed to prosper. That's ugly. And that is the devil. Now, Debbie, you talk about this blessing blockers. What are they? Yes. And how do we stop them from working in our lives? Because they do work. Yes, yes. So I'm going to start by just reading a few verses sure. and then we can kind of dig into it. So um, in my book, I talk about blessing blockers. And, and, you know, the Bible is really practical. Like everything that is in God's word, he means it. So we really need to take stock in the word. And, and if God said it, it like... 
he it's really, real. It's, it's real. And it's we, real. And, and so we have to, like, I love Proverbs. And so I go back a lot of times to, to Proverbs to figure out what does God really, really think on a, you know, a subject. Yeah. And especially when it comes to like, prosperity and just wisdom. Um, so I, I actually use the NLT for this because I kind of like the way they, 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 they worded it. So lazy people are soon poor, hard workers get rich. And that's Proverbs 10, four, um, the earnings of the godly enhance their lives, but evil people squander their money on sin. Tainted wealth has no lasting value, but right living can save your life. And I, I really like this one. Trust in your money and down you go. But the godly flourish like leaves in spring. And this one is good too. Greedy people try to get rich, but don't realize they're headed for poverty. Wealth from get rich quick schemes quickly disappears. Wealth from hard work grows over time. So God intended for us to work. And, you know, he said, if you don't work, you don't eat. Right. And so... I think that we've just heard so many messages, you know, from, you know, different, even different ministers. And, and they talk about things that like, if you give in this one offering, this is going to take care of you. You know, if you give a thousand dollars today, it's, it's going to break this off of your life and you're good, but that's not what the Bible says. It's, no. it's what we do consistently. It's what we do, you know, really in starting. And I always go back to Malachi three, because it really is starting. If you, if you're not paying your tithes and your offerings, God didn't change his mind because we went from the old Testament to the new Testament. And, and there was that page in the tithe? Yes. The tithe Tell. is a 10th and that goes to your storehouse. So the Bible says that bring all of your tithes into the storehouse that there might be food in my house. So God is talking about, you know, his house. And then he said, prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive it. Um, and then he goes on to say, I'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. So everything that we do has to start with that very fundamental, like there's, there's no prayer. There's nothing that there, there is no getting outside of the word of God when it comes to financial blessing. And, and so what I want to do is teach people, you know, we, we need to know the word of God. We need to go back and start doing those principles because whether it's healing, we know that by his stripes, we are healed, but it's the same way with finances. God exactly. has provision for us in the word. And, and it, there's no prayer that we can pray that God is going to bless us unless we go back to obedience in the word. So the blessing blockers are just, they're just practical things like, you know, don't, don't try to do as the world does. You know, if, if we're, if we're putting our money on cryptocurrency and, and we're focusing on, you know, those things, we need to be focusing on God and his word. We don't get to tell God how he's going to bless us. We know if we give, it's a principle that it's going to come back to us, but we don't get to say how, you know, we don't get to say it's going to be this person or this person or, um, so it's, it all goes back to the word of God. And, and when we do that, we, we kind of go, okay, well, wealth from get rich quick schemes. What is that? Well, it's whatever that is to you. You know, um, it could be a multi-level marketing program. It could be, you know, it, it's just obtaining wealth with the wrong heart is basically where it comes from. But attaining it with the right heart. Yes. 
is out of this world. Amen. Because we want to listen to to the the Lord. Now, the Lord might say, hey, I want you to move your money into cryptocurrency. But if he's speaking to you, that's different than how are we going to master this thing? How, how do we get an edge on the market? Well, you can't, but but God can speak to you to do something. So, yeah. And if you're watching right now and you're struggling in your finances, you're having to make some decisions about your money and, and choices, you know, how do I, where do I put money and in even the lack of money, hop on the phone, get on the website. We would love to pray for you, um, that God would help you with your money and grab your copy of wealth without sorrow. I know sometimes we have money or we have a deficiency of money and it makes us anxious and sorrowful and, and it's challenging. So this really, this is a tremendous resource to help you um, see God's principles with your finances and help you to walk in, in victory with your finances. And, you know, when you talk about blessing blockers, so one of the things I think I was trying to think through, you know, obviously doing what God says, God's right. principles, but um, greed, is yeah. greed a, a blessing blocker? Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But I, but I think it all it all stems from the heart, right? So everything that we do has to it, it's it's heart. So you know, Jesus said, "In the same measure measure that you meet, it will be measured back to you," right? But it's not a it's not an amount. It's when he says measure, measure is an amount. It's it's what you're giving out of your heart. So all of giving comes back to to the heart and where where is your motivation? Where is your focus? You know, are there ulterior motives? Are there, you know, so so yeah, every everything comes back to the word and and allowing kind of the word to to read us, allowing God to put on our hearts what he wants us to give, where he wants us to give it. Now that's outside of the tithe because that always goes to your church, but you know, everything that we do, you you really you, you have to break off greed. And one of the ways by breaking off greed is by giving. Hmm. And and that's a that's a that's a huge thing for me. I really do believe in like radical radical giving. Mm-hmm. Um and that will break off, you know, greed and <laughs> when you say radical giving, what does that mean to you? Well, I, I guess, you know, I, what what I like in radical giving is I I like to be thinking about people. It's like so so we have people that are in our lives, right? God's put them in our lives, and it's like, what is meaningful to them? And and whether it's like that person just needs, a, maybe they just need a, a Starbucks, maybe they just need a cup of coffee, maybe they just need you to reach out and say, hey, I was thinking about you. You know, God put you on my heart. Um, maybe it's, you know, that person has a a bigger need, like, you know, um, like a couple of years ago, there was a a need where someone actually needed a vehicle. So, you know, the reason why we're blessed is to establish God's kingdom. You know, God, God Mm -hmm. gave us the ability to get wealth, to establish his kingdom, not so that we could have things, right. But we, we can have things once they don't have us. Mm-hmm. But the the intention for us to get out of debt and to be debt free is so that we can freely give to other people to meet their needs. And if we're all doing this together, the body of Christ wouldn't have any needs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's why I'm into like True. radical giving and, and radical giving is wherever you're at in life and whatever is radical to you. Radical to some person might be, hey, I'm going to give $5 and radical to another person might be, I'm going to sow $100,000 and it's just wherever you're at, but it goes back to obedience. Mm -hmm. And does it always have to be money or can you be generous with like time? 
Absolutely. Can you be generous with your words? You know, are there other ways to be generous besides money? That is a great question. I, I believe that we reap whatever we sow into. So I'm a partner with this ministry and Marilyn is, you, you, covering the word, you know, the earth with the word, right? That's meaningful to me. And and that is on the heart of God to get the word of God out. So you, you if you're partnering into a soul winning ministry, you know, you're a part of what they're doing. You're sending them out. So I, we, we do, we reap and we sow with our words, with our giving, um, you know, you'll realize that the relationships that are the most flourishing are the ones that you invest in, you know, and the ones that we don't are the ones that become you know, maybe stagnant. Sarah, I want to share a little testimony here. Quick, because we're running out of time. Oh, are we? <laughs> we <Okay>. are. <laughs> Daisy and T.L. Osborne, you know, were going to the world and we heard them and Wally and I began to sow in them. This is years ago before you were born. And now we do what they did, only much bigger. You don't, you never dream how big God can take your obedience. Now we'll be right back, stay there. Are you sick of being stuck financially? For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Wealth Without Sorrow by Debbie Kirk. Through years of trials and pruning, God revealed Debbie's passion in regard to financial freedom, being debt-free and obtaining wealth His way, without sorrow. We will also include Marilyn's God's Plan for Abundance book and Becoming a Giant Slayer 3 CD teaching and Sarah's Getting the Upper Hand booklet. For your gift of $75 or more, we also want to send you Marilyn's Soul Prosperity 2 CD teaching to learn the importance of vision for abundance and finances and the daily Bible in the New Living Translation. This Bible has been specially designed to help you read through the Bible in one year, providing a truly unique reading experience that will enhance your prayer life. Start living God's system of wealth and abundance. Call or click today to receive this life-changing offer. We are so glad that you have watched. Debbie, would you pray for our audience to have prosperity in their mm -hmm. souls and all of their lives? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, God, for every person watching today, God. And Lord, I just, Father, I pray that you would anoint their ears to hear your word, mm. Father God. Lord, we know that it is absolutely your will that all of your people should be blessed. And, and you have the principles, God, in your word to do it. So Father, I just pray for every viewer today, God, that's going through anything financially, God, I pray that you would just open the eyes of their understanding, God, and that they would actually see exactly where it is that you're wanting to tweak these areas in their life, in their soul, God, so that they can understand the principles and start living, God, living out of the word of God, living in prosperity, Father. And Father, I just thank you now in Jesus' name for just going forth and just touching every single person, God. And we just call them out of poverty into godly prosperity in the name of Jesus. And we praise you for it. Amen. Amen. I think today is the best day of your life. Why? It's the best day of my life, best day of your life, because Jesus Christ lives big in us. And we just are thanking God today for your best days are ahead, the worst are behind. So wave them goodbye and say hello, prosperity. 
Hello, godliness. Hello, God, and all of your will for me. Mm-hmm.